Hello, 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 and welcome back to Release the Podcast, where our motto is letting go of things that hold you back. So it's me, Cynthia Haynes. And me, Harold Weaver. And so on this episode, I know last episode, um, Harold mentioned that we were going to talk about confidence and courage, that this would be some good um, terms to hit on. And so the more I thought about it, I said, you know what? I think we should, but I think we should hit on it in the um, aspect of thinking about the crossroad. When you come to a crossroad, because when you come to a crossroad, it's at a point where you're going to need some courage. It's at a point where you're going to need some type of confidence in order for you to make a decision. And so my meaning of crossroad is when you come to a point in your life where you have to make a decision about something. You can't just keep sitting on the fence. You can't just be on the sideline. You can't be indecisive. You have to make this decision in order for you to move forward. And, you know, a lot of episodes we talk about not being stuck. Hmm. And so a lot of times we're being stuck because we won't make a decision or we won't turn stuff around and change our mindset to think of things a different way. And so by me saying this, um, I was telling Harold that um, I was listening to this. um, It's a show on Netflix and it's called The Secret. And in this um, documentary, they're saying they're talking about the law of attraction. And what they're saying is that what you focus on is what you're going to get. That's what you're going to draw to you like a magnet. So if you're focusing on I'm just so broke my bills are so much, I can't get out of debt, then guess what you're going to get? Not out of debt. But if you change and start focusing on what you want, then those are the things that's going to be drawn to you. Harry, you got got something? Well, I was just trying to make sure that I didn't um, go against your definition of crossroads. And I think my definition is similar enough where I can agree with you, but I want to add to it that uh, once you reach the crossroads in your life, it's basically where you have to make a decision without considering the alternative. That's what it comes down to me. Then now you're at that point of no return, meaning you can't buy no more time because you have no more time. This is a decision that you have to... Uh, I, I like to call those command decisions. That's what you know coming to the crossroad means for me. And that's probably based on my military background where... I have to make a decision right then and there, and I got to be prepared to make that decision the best of my ability to make that command decision at that time. So a crossroad, a crossroad for me in life is what we're talking about. I'm going to touch on today and add in there some confidence and courage and how they intertwine with each other because to be in that position to make a command decision, to be in that position to make a decision once you get to the crossroad, you have to have some courage. You have to have some confidence. Because without that, you can't. You basically can't make the right decision anyway. Mm-hmm. And it could even hinder you from making a decision at all. So now you're looking at yourself being desperate to do something that you probably didn't want to do or decide on something that you probably didn't want to, not being prepared for that crossroad. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how you would get prepared for that. You chime in on that. How do you get prepared for that position in life where you meet a crossroad? I, well, for me, mm-hmm. um, I'm never prepared. <laughs> it just that was too easy. Yeah, I I just I just 
find myself because of what Harold was saying. I try to buy time. Mm. I know what I have to do, but I try to procrastinate. I try to um, do other things besides doing the thing that I know I'm supposed to do. Mm. And so it gets to a point where God puts me in this this corner, and it's like you got to make a decision. And the decision that you make, you you just got to abide by it. Mm-hmm. But you have to make a decision. Period. The bottom line. And so I was, you know, I was telling Harold and you guys know as well that, you know, I have my granddaughters now and um, I have honestly, um, I didn't know what to do or how to do it. I just knew that I had to do something. Mm -hmm. And so there have been times where it's been challenging because it's changing my whole life. Mm -hmm. And though I know I need to do it because it's not about me anymore, it's about the well-being of my granddaughters, you know, it's been some tough decisions. And so now I'm at my crossroad Mm. because I need to make some changes Mm -hmm. with the living arrangement between, you know, with me and my granddaughters. And that means it's going to be some adjustment for me. That that means there's some things that I'm going to have to walk away from Mm -hmm. And can't do like I did when I was single and, and it was just me. Mm-hmm. And so it's to the point now that I, I, done, I done ran out of time. Mm-hmm. And so I have to get off the fence. Mm-hmm. And I have to make, I have to do the tough thing that I don't want to do. But knowing that I have to do this thing, I have to also have my faith knowing that I'm not doing it alone. Mm-hmm. That I know that whatever God calls me to, he's going to see me through it. Whatever God puts in front of me, he's going to provide those tools, those things, those people, those resources that I need to accomplish whatever it is that I have to do the task at hand. Mm -hmm. Amen. Look at you. Amen. (laughs) Well, y'all already know where I'm coming from. I'm coming from the mindset. For me, that's across the board, meaning that um, first and foremost, you got to prioritize. You have to prioritize when you before you get to that point of a crossroad. You have to have already at least attempted to prioritize, and if not, then you're already behind the power curve. So I would say going forward to better prepare yourself for that crossroad, to better prepare yourself to be in that position when you have to make a command decision and not know what to do with it or even start. You got to prioritize. You have to prioritize. And I know, again, it's easier said than done. It's not something that you can start doing overnight, but it is something that you can start thinking about doing today. If you start prioritizing, meaning what is more important to you to need and not so much want, you'd be surprised just how easy your, your life will begin. Yeah. Trust me on that. That That is something that uh, me and Cynthia want you take from this um, this message today going forward as maybe a little quiz not so much of a homework Mm -hmm. but just something to use and attempt to if you haven't already and you'd be surprised just how much easier your life will become when you start prioritizing the things in your life whether it's your children your job your money your health you decide what is more important to you but once you do that then all your decisions become easier to to make and be able to deal with the consequences behind them so um i want to um touch on an angle of 
you know, back in the beginning of this podcast, we talked about the stain in the brain. And so what I was telling Harold was that this situation that I'm in now in my crossroad, my my mind is 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 triggered to back in my past when I had to struggle as a single parent, making sure that me and my girls were able to eat, you know, have somewhere to stay. And it was it was a struggle. And so my mind went back to that. And so fear tried to creep in, which I've already said, fear is false evidence appearing real because I'm not I'm not back in my past. My my lifestyle now is totally different from what it was back then. And so I had to regroup and really meditate because we talked about meditation and I had to meditate on those thoughts that were coming to me so I could figure out where was this coming from and why am I so hesitant to make a decision because um I was having a hard time. I was I was stuck. And you know, we talked about being stuck. And so it just goes back on all those things that we talked about in the prior episodes. And so the funny thing, not literally funny, but the funny thing is that when we start talking about some of these things, we get tested on these things. And so when we're talking to you, we're not talking to you from a book sense. We're talking from you from experience. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to be transparent so you would know. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just going to I'm going to try to boost Harold up so he can talk about this. Mm -hmm. He he ain't know about this. But even this, we had a recent situation um, with with Harold's son. And so um, this event came up for the weekend. And so... Um, there, there have been some rocky moments or whatever, but Harold came to a point that I had to trust him at mm-hmm. some point. Mm-hmm. And so the crossroad was, do I give my full support? Mm-hmm. Because even if I don't, he's going to do it anyway, mm-hmm. and it's going to be something negative. Mm-hmm. But do I give my support and then still give him like a, a consequence? Mm-hmm. To if he does, you know, if he does, if something does happen or if he decides to make a bad decision. But the crossword road was, um, do I support him? Do I not support him? Mm-hmm. And so what I thought about was the same thing I was saying about you attract those things that you think about. So had he been pondering on, you know, oh, it's so much, you know, because I'm, hey, I, I go there. Oh, it's so much stuff that's going on down there. Things can happen. And guess what? Focusing on that, things will happen. But when you focus on, okay, I'm going to give him my blessing. I'm going to believe he's going to do the right thing. And that's what I'm going to focus on. Then he's going to do the right thing. Well, basically, ladies and gentlemen, it's all about faith. And like I tell Cynthia all the time, I don't compare and I don't judge anyone's faith. I don't even want to know the level of your faith because everybody's different. And it still boils down to the mindset. So I'm not saying I have the the most and the best faith in the world, but I believe in my faith. And I think that's the difference. So when the crossroad came about that Cynthia is talking about, that's exactly what it was. It was a moment where I had to make a decision without any alternatives, without any more time to think about it. It was something that... um, I knew it was coming. It was something that I had enough time to go left or right to say, you know, is, it, is, it, is this the day to trust this guy? Is this the day to trust this 19-year-old 
where um, you know he's still catching up to being 19, but he's been through some trials and tribulations as well that that I know for a fact he's done better than me when I was 19. So I prayed on it, of course, and the spirit said, you know what? Now or never. It's now or never. Because if he is not ready now, then it's going to take even longer to get him ready. But you know what else? It was the confidence in not just me, but in us. In the relationship that we've built since he's been with me now going on a year. That we've created and established that said, you know what? He's ready. He's confident enough to go and I'm confident enough to support him while he's gone. And between the courage and the confidence and the faith put together between the two of us, we prayed before he left. And there's no doubt in my mind he's going to be fine. I know he's going to do the right thing by him for him. I know that God's going to take care of the rest. And it was just that simple for me when the time came to make the decision to let him go. And I'm ready to deal with the consequences, whatever they might be, because I know God is going to get me through that as well. He's got us covered. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I prioritize what you know the decision was to make and i based it on my faith i based it on his and my courage together and confidence and he's gonna have a ball he's, he's about to have probably one of the best experiences that he can remember having in a long time and that also has something to do and play into the decision to be made and i i, I already know that i'm not going to regret it mm -hmm. that's my crossroad mm -hmm. That's less than what? <laughs> 24 hours ago, right? Right. Yeah. Ironically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, and another thing um, I think that boosts your confidence, in, you know, in order for you to face these decisions is you got to think about some of the things that you've come through. Mm. Some of the victories that God has brought you through that you didn't think that you was going to make it through. And so when you start focusing on, I've been through that, oh, this ain't nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, because each, each level that you move to in mm -hmm. your faith, there's going to be a bigger challenge. No there's going to be a higher mountain mm -hmm. that you're going to have to climb. Sometimes you might be in a low valley, mm -hmm. but still the point is that if God brought you from that, mm -hmm. then he's the same God and he can do it again. That's uh, what's his name song? Ty Tribbett So yep. You know If he done it before He can do it again And he will Period And Maybe so A lot of times Your confidence Can be built in that And it's not saying That it's in your own strength But it's in the strength Of God Because You know The Bible that I read It says that It's not about It's not about Might It's not about power But it's about The spirit of God That's with you That's mm -hmm. in you That moves through you mm -hmm that takes you through these these journeys journeys that you have to go through when you come to cuz in each point in your life you're going to have a crossroad no doubt right mm -hmm. it's going to be a milestone mm -hmm. that you're going to have to get to mm -hmm. and in order for you to get to the milestone you have to go through this crossroad mm -hmm. but it's just that when you get to the crossroad you have to like we said it's going to take courage mm -hmm. and it's going to take confidence and so even with that being said, you know, back to our earlier episodes, what you listening to, mm. what you feeding, are you feeding the fear? Are you feeding your faith? Are you feeding whatever else? Because whatever you feeding is what's going to grow. And that's what's going to, that's what you're going to have to lean on, mm -hmm. whatever you done fed. Mm -hmm. So what you eating? Mm, what you focusing on? 
that I mean that matters as well. And I think we talked about that mm-hmm. as far as what you focus on and mm-hmm. not even realize that that's what you're bringing on. Yeah. What you focus on. So if you're focusing on and not even realizing the negative in any situation, yep. nine times out of ten, that's what you're going to pull from it. And that's where I fall back again on the mindset. You have to think positive to get positive. Yeah. If you focus on anything less than positiveness, then you're probably going to get something less than mm-hmm. something positive from it. And again, you, you just think back on things that you've been through and how you started out trying to get through them mm-hmm. and how God got you through them. Yeah. The same way he got you through those yep. trials and tribulations and situations and scenarios, he can do it again. Mm-hmm. But the next time he does it, he's going to do it even better because you would have already had that experience the first time to see, and he's going to give you the tools, bigger and better tools, to get past it again. Mm-hmm. If you've done it before, he will do it again, but it's going to depend on your faith and belief the second and third time. Yeah. Just as much as you had it the first time with that carriage mm-hmm. and confidence in him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. And like we said, look at your circle. Who's in your circle? Mm-hmm. Who's in your ear? Association. Right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, um, I don't care how good of a you try to be good and have this good conversation, you this good person, but if you hanging around trashy people, mm-hmm. it's gonna draw you back in every time and you're gonna be just like what they say, birds of a mm-hmm. feather. Flock together. together. Yeah. It, it never fails. It really doesn't. And you'd be surprised. And, and don't get discouraged either. Because you'd be surprised once you recognize people that shouldn't be in your circle. But at the same time, you, you don't want to be rude. Um, you don't want to be distant. So there's ways that you, that you can still have that, I don't know. I don't even know if you want to call it friendship. But yeah. just a, a, a level of association. Yeah. Let's, let's let's call it that. Mm-hmm. You can still have that, mm-hmm. but still distance yourself from that. Yeah. If, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and you would have to be in that situation to understand it more clearly of what I'm saying. You can be in a room with people that you don't want to be in a room with. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And still not be there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At the same time, understand why. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And not be rude. And right. not be distant. Right. But it's a mindset. It's a mindset. I, I deal with them all the time, and I'm sure you guys do as well. You just don't realize yeah. and recognize that you're dealing with them and how you could go about and still deal with them mm-hmm. and keep that positiveness in your in your soul, in your mind right. to get through it. Right. You don't have to cut them off. Mm-hmm. But you do need to deal with them yeah. in a different way. Right. And there's ways that you can do that and still be just as faithful mm-hmm. to the word. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. I can remember I had a um, an associate, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> she wanted to be my friend. But I noticed that every time I would talk to her, I would have this negative energy, and it would just drag me down for the whole day. And we can start on a high note, but by the time the conversation was over, she was always just in this, like, funk mood. And it was just like, I thought I was actually helping her, but really what I was doing was hurting myself because I found myself having to deal with whatever, whatever spirit was on her became on me. And so I just had to, like Harold said, I had to distance myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't ignore her. When she called, I was still friendly with her, but I just couldn't hold those type of conversations with her because she was dragging me in her in her situation, mm-hmm. and it wasn't a and it wasn't a good thing. And so I was finding myself being stagnant, mm-hmm. and so I just had to move away from it. 
And people are not going to understand because guess what? We all are on different levels. Mm -hmm. And that's why we said, too, you need to find people that's on the same level with you. Right. If you can. At the same time, let's not ignore the signs. Right. Because these people will give you a sign. They will show you a sign that you might not see initially. But if you think about it, mm -hmm. if you pay more attention to it, mm -hmm. you'll see a sign, you'll feel the sign, mm -hmm. and you better know what to do with it next to mm -hmm. make sure that, you, again, you're not being rude, you're not being distant, you're not being somebody that you're not. You're not right. trying to be somebody that you're not, mm -hmm. but you are catching and seeing and noticing the signals that saying, you know what, this is just somebody that I ain't going to be associated with at this level mm -hmm. and no more and no less. Mm -hmm. Trust me. Trust us. If you look at it that way and you act on it that way, watch what happens next. Mm -hmm. Watch how it rearranges your whole mindset towards that person or people. Mm -hmm. Again, not to cut them off, but just know how to deal with them when they're in your area, right. when they're in your um, space. Right. I like to call it your space. Right. So, But right. I just had a thought. What? For um, next week. Mm -hmm. I think next week we should talk about principles. Mm-hmm. Principles is a good one. I think that's a good one. Yeah, too. I learned, you know, just a tip, just a nugget for until next week. Mm -hmm. I didn't really understand what principles were mm -hmm. until um, my second, yeah, my second marriage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been married twice. Mm -hmm. I ain't striking out though, so mm -hmm. we'll talk about that one week as well. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for real, seriously, um, I had to learn the hard way what principles meant. And now that once I did, and now I've started getting more in tune to it. I think that's worth talking about. Mm, that's let's good. come back. Let's come back with that. Okay. But on that note, we still yep. want to hear from you guys. Yeah. On different topics. Yeah. And um, scenarios, and situations that we can elaborate on, maybe, mm -hmm. maybe even share some of our experiences, as well, depending on what you um, ask for. Right. But uh, this was good. I think it was too. It was late. It was. But never too late. Yeah. Yeah. It Sorry was about that. Refreshing. Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry about, you know, we, we just kind of, sometimes, you know, mm. we own it with the time thing. Mm. You know, for the past two weeks, we was on it. We was on it. But um, anyway. Devil, look, the devil's alive. Let's just say it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call it what it is. The devil's alive. You can't stop us now. We on yeah. a roll. We on a roll. Close this out, Sam. So, um, like he said, reach out to us on um, releaseitpodcast at gmail.com and give us your comments. Tell us what you want us to talk about. Mm. You know, give us some subjects and topics because um, we both can talk. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> but um, with that being said, we love y'all and uh, peace. <laughs>